1: By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10 day organ playing mini chords.
0: And now let's go to the podcast for today. Thank you so much Hans for joining in this conversation. I'm very delighted to be able to talk with you about uh, your upcoming uh, International Gothenburg Organ Academy uh, this summer, Uh, and uh, it's been so long since we chatted, and it's so good to hear your voice. Thank
2: you so much, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be part of your show, Vidas, and uh, to have this opportunity to talk to you
0: wonderful it's uh, you know i first met you back in 2000 in, in the in in the same academy basically when ocean and i first traveled to gothenburg to 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 witness the wonderful inauguration of the north german baroque organ in the orgrita new church and it was the amazing experiment, experience I remember that we both talked with Osha. That the first time we heard that organ, it was like we died and uh, went to heaven. The same uh, probably <laughs> amazing effect to many other listeners and organists who were witnessing that 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 day and that occasion. Those who those multiple concerts during the day, various uh, early keyboard instruments uh, were spectacular, so difficult to play for beginners like us, but uh, nevertheless, absolutely fascinating to get hands-on experience and actually life-changing experience for both of us because that's where our uh, international career started. (laughs) Thank you. Well, we are...
2: We, we are really grateful that we had the opportunity to, to build the instruments, do the research and share it. And, and it's very nice to hear that it really meant something to you and that you, you got inspiration and direction in life. Yes. It's, so, 20 years have passed, right?
0: Since 2000. And this summer yeah. you're planning basically like, like an anniversary edition of the Academy, right?
2: yes it's true uh, actually the, the the academy has developed in the last two years so we now call it a festival and uh-huh. it's it's uh, moved from august where it used to take place many many years so it takes place in the second week of uh, october oh, and okay it's because it also serves today as uh, an organ festival for the city and for all ages of people so we continue to do exactly what we did in the past to keep the excellence for uh, colleagues for performers for students for and the opportunity for organ builders and scholars to gather and engage in important discussions presentations new discoveries and enjoy wonderful music and uh, company of course but we also added other functions like directing the festival to to the uh, local and regional audiences. So we have parallel programs for children and and, um, yeah, different groups of people. People interested in early music, people interested in new music. Uh, So it's a kind of multi-layer festival that continues to include the academy with workshops and concerts and conferences that we used to have. Mm -hmm. And one really important and focal point this fall uh, is of course the 20 year anniversary of the North German Baroque organ.
0: Yes, Uh, Hans, do you remember uh, the idea behind the entire uh, academy movement for you? Uh, What inspired you for you to start it? And um, what was the main, uh, basically, motivation? Could you share with us?
2: Well, it became um, naturally um, a need for us working in Jotoboy since we, we had experienced through uh, colleagues and guest teachers like Harald Vogel, Jacques Van Ortmersen, and the professor of musicology in Göteborg, Jan Ling, that we were in a transition from, let's say, conservatory teaching, where the, um, your teacher is the master, and you are, of course, very pleased to gain as much knowledge and expertise and, and uh, abilities, artistic performance abilities as possible from your teacher. But now, in addition, there was this idea that we need to to get knowledge. We need to get historically informed perspectives on performance, analytical insights in the music, and then move to um, a process where we actually put all these parameters together, guided by our teachers to make um, independent and personal choices based on historical information, experience uh, that you gain by playing instruments that match the music. And that kind of, of move, this kind of uh, paradigmatic shift, required also meeting places where you could um, get additional perspectives from people who were working in the field, where you could get critical discussions, where you could learn from each other. So the the when we started in 1994, the, um, the vision we had was to have, an event, create a meeting place for organists, scholars, uh, different ages, organ builders and of course the people who love the organ music and the instrument itself. Right Hans, uh,
0: the first Academy was also very spectacular. I remember uh, seeing a, a a yearbook of that of that Academy like a publication afterwards about this symposium right from the 1994 year and it was dedicated for the Haga church organ right correct it's yeah very important instrument
2: yeah yeah that was the beginning that was the starting point the uh, Brambo organ the organ built by John Brumbo in uh, Oregon uh, in mean tone, two-manual and pedal instrument for the Haga Church. That was really the, the, um, uh, a remarkable and fantastic beginning. And during that festival, we also had the pleasure to, to uh, work with an original historical organ that was brought to Göteborg thanks to enthusiasts and in particular the organ builders Tostared, Kyrkogilfabrik and Tore Johansson, the director. And it was an English romantic organ built in 1871 by Henry Willis III. So this instrument was brought to the new building of the school where we had an organ hall but no instrument yet. So we we based the first edition, the first organ academy that we did in 94 on these two perspectives the romantic tradition and the early tradition focused on the two instruments the brambo organ in the haga church and the willis organ at that time placed at Artisten, the school of music
0: it's it's so uh, amazing uh, that uh, nowadays this early music movement uh, has spread across the world right and uh, people of all ages and probably all occupations can get familiar with different style historical schools of organ composition and organ building and all of that is required in if you want to play that early gems early music um, as close to composer's intentions as possible right and uh, so nowadays it's it's a practice a practice a common practice to play with articulation with common with good posture with the right kind of early keyboard fingering and those registrations ideas. But in those days where you started, it was c- kind of uh, a new idea, fresh. And probably you met quite a, f- quite, uh, a few resistance instances, right?
2: Yes, it's correct. I mean, uh, you know, the pioneers in the field uh, going back to the mid-20th century and and uh, in organ performance Harald Vogel in the around 1970. In the 1980s, Jacques van Merson in the Netherlands. Uh, all these pioneers had started to, create, to, to offer masterclasses, courses in different places and, and mostly with historical organs, you know, that were played. But I think we, we were in that phase where uh, these ideas entered the conservatories or the academia, the university sphere. So I think that was uh, a great opportunity for us to contribute to this development and we certainly um, met some uh, skepticism and, and um, but i think you know that since the pioneers had did the work uh, for at least 2 3 decades you know the the um, what what dominated was the fascination and the curiosity for these new aspects the possibility to explore at relevant instruments so i don't remember so much of of resistance and skepticism. I more remember the sense of that we were uh, together in an enterprise to discover and explore right and of course through that
0: d- decades of work and uh, and practical applications you probably gathered enormous uh, amount of uh, supporters and fans and basically network of musicologists organ builders organists uh, researchers students uh, and amateurs even who love what you do and uh, love your ideas right so uh, could you share a little bit uh, what you have learned uh, from interacting with your network through those decades?
2: I think I, I've learned so much um, all through these years. You know, from from skilled colleagues, from uh, curious and wonderful, talented students, and and a network of of um, uh, organ. Uh, lovers and specialists and I mean just getting the Brambo organ to Yotoboy was widening our perspectives creating the network to North America and many of our participating presenters performers, and so came from North America where the historically informed performance scholarship and performance uh, really developed um, I think more strongly than in Europe uh, in the first phase and as a result of what we developed in Göteborg and these networks, my life also uh, changed. So I, <laughs> I got to work in North America at the Eastman School of Music for uh, almost 12 years, and I got to work in Germany in Abschnittgeland uh, with Harald Vogel and many wonderful colleagues there for a long period as well. And then finally in Copenhagen uh, with Biene Bründorf before I returned. Uh, two years ago, to Gothenburg. Right. So,
0: uh, Hans, uh, who from from those wonderful connections and wonderful experts in organ, uh, early movement, and uh, and basically uh, uh, experts in organ playing are coming this year for the academy and festival.
2: Well, we have um, um, uh, among the people I mentioned Biene Bründorf. From uh, Denmark is going to be with us. And um, we have um, uh, Nathan Laube um, uh, coming from the United States um, and Hans Ola Eriksson from Canada. And we have um, uh, the um, uh, performers, uh, including uh, Annette Richards and um, uh, also, Catalina Visions presenting Organetto, a variety of, of performers and people who also have important ideas and perspectives on performance and development of music and instrument building. And we have, the program is not yet completely finished, so we will launch the program in about four weeks from now yes
0: and of course every every time the academy week uh, meets and the festival meets you have a special theme right so what is the theme for this year Uh,
2: in the fall 2019 we had the organ as a mechanic musical marvel and uh, we presented a uh, a world sensation the claviorganum which was built and created by Göteborg Baroque with Mats Arvidsson. And uh, next fall in 2020, we uh, shift the perspective. So we will talk about the organ as a mirror of its time, as an instrument with emblems, with stories. And um, this is, of course, an opportunity to share the story around the 20 years with the North Human Baroque organ as well. But the emblematic and storytelling and... Uh, the, the, um, the aspect of the organ as a bearer of culture, that's what's going to be the focal point. Mm-hmm. And we do have an additional, somewhat unexpected, new um, instrument uh, to share in the fall as well. And that is the Lundin organ in the Vasa Church, which has been there since 1909, but underwent a couple of, of um, changes And uh, in 2002, the instrument was um, restored and we could enjoy its tonal uh, original landscape and so forth. But it has had lots of technical problems and some things that were planned to be done in 2002 were not done. So actually right now, the Vasa Church is an organ building workshop uh, where the uh, skilled staff from Rieger Orgelbau are doing a complete overhaul of the instrument taking everything apart so we will also be e- able to hear um, a, a reconstructively restored uh, lundian organ from 1909 in the festival in the fall
0: wonderful uh, i remember when osha and i uh, came to the organ academy back in 2000 uh, uh, 2000 and 2002 uh, the one of the wonderful things was to tell to touch those instruments ourselves, right? And everyone participant had a possibility to practice on those instruments. Uh, Hans, are you planning uh, to let uh, participants also get uh, get acquainted to the uh, instruments themselves, so that they can uh, practice and learn from those instruments?
2: Yeah, it's always possible to to. Uh choose workshops and go to different kinds of instruments. So during the week in the festival, we have morning workshops where you choose your topic and you go to a two or three day workshop uh, with uh, the instruments we have. And then in the second half of the week, you choose another topic. So morning workshops are for people who really want to play and they will get experience. And they also get an opportunity to practice Although that for practical reasons, will be rather limited in time since we have have such a a rich program. In the afternoons of this day, we have uh, everybody coming together, and then we have presentations and kind of lecture recitals and discussions. So it's intense, wonderful sessions between two and uh, uh, five in the afternoon where we learn from each other, everybody uh, gathering together. So that's kind of the daily thing. In the middle of the day, we have always an organ, short organ concert with a soup and social gathering in the Haga church. And in the evening, evening concerts, which are normally divided between two players or sometimes with an ensemble and performers and thematically uh, uh, oriented.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those recitals uh, are amazing. Uh, in in one or two places, uh, I remember in Artisten, right? Uh, you had a two-part recital, uh, and people had to switch—one in one hall, another in another hall—and the audience had to experience both performance in the same evening. Are you planning to do this kind of thing too?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that that's going to happen one evening, you know. And in other evenings we will be in one place like the Vasa Church or the Urgulita Church with the North German Baroque organ and we will hear two different programs of, you know, forty minutes or something each, mm-hmm. with a little interval in between. Yeah,
0: that's that's really uh, pinnacle of of musical experience. Uh, those also early music ensembles, right? Uh, they come with their uh, uh, early music instruments, and you really feel like you 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 went to heaven. Uh, <laughs> that's that's at least how Osha and I felt. So it's it's really something that people will
2: definitely enjoy. Early music lovers, at least. Uh, and yeah, you, you're going to hear. Uh, the YouTube Baroque Ensemble in the festival and they're going to feature a program um, with music by Biba and um, the Organum, and um, this is the Viennese music culture which is one focal point in, in the program because that's also the culture and the place where we know that the combined instrument of um, uh, uh, keyboard, uh, harpsichord and organ has played an important role.
0: Right. Of course, uh, you cannot really uh, learn to play just one instrument alone, like an organ, without knowing clavichord and harpsichord also. It all connects uh, in, a, in a wonderful keyboard technique of that time. And probably uh, everybody, experts uh, in those days, in 17th century, 18th century, and 16th century, uh, were experts in, in multiple keyboard instruments as well, right?
2: Yes, and, and I think that's uh, musically and, and also pedagogically um, a wonderful approach. And the uh, master's education, the master's program at Göteborg University, where Karin Nelson and Joel Speerstra are teaching, uh, has this approach. So you study organ and uh, organ-related keyboard instruments. Of your own choice. So it is very natural here and that's also why we always include it in the festival program that you have opportunities to play organs of these varying personalities and, and specifications and, and features, but also the related keyboard instruments, so the clavichords, harpsichords or fortepianos, or the uh, uh, harmonias uh, from the 19th century. All these instruments, they really Uh, challenge you in a positive way to approach the organ uh, with a different um, sense and maybe even technically choreographically another uh, approach to the performance and to the playing.
0: That's right. Uh, We should not neglect the harmonium, which was so popular in the 19th century. And I remember uh, uh, Joris Verden talking about that too, of course. And by the way, uh, um, Hans, Hans, uh, it's really uh, interesting to have experienced uh, uh, classes and uh, workshops in improvisation too. Uh, are you planning to have uh, concerts and uh, workshops in, in the field of organ improvisation as well this year?
2: Oh yeah, we, we um, always include improvisation to some degree. And the the natural... Uh, The natural realm wherein improvisation developed in organ playing was, of course, in the liturgy, uh, with hymn playing and liturgical playing, and we're going to have Sitz de Fris as one of our guests, and he's going to teach hymn playing and improvisation. And we are also going to have uh, uh, improvisation and composition workshops, so um, Hans-Ola Eriksson and Thomas Lacotte from Paris, uh, successful mission in la trinity um, they are also going to be part of the uh, teaching team and uh, as performers uh, present in the in the program
0: wonderful you mentioned Zitze de Vries and Hans Ole Eriksson both of them were guests on this uh, podcast uh, early on and uh, when i heard Zietze de Vries uh, improvise uh, online in his uh, videos i, I was uh, telling to myself and osha i've got to invite him uh, for a conversation that he could reveal some of his secrets it's like like uh, probably like a bookstehude who uh, have uh, resurrected uh, in, in 21st century as well of of course uh, hans ol Eriksson, well uh, renowned composer and uh, um, a, a, basically pioneer of uh, technological development and combining organ art. And uh, I was so fortunate to have both of them on the podcast today. uh, Last... uh, in previous seasons so wonderful that you are inviting them back also at the Academy so Hans of course uh, meeting those wonderful experts uh, and uh, professors is not very easy and uh, uh, organizing this these activities around that week is also quite challenging can you share with us a little bit what has been uh, a challenge for you about organizing such a magnificent event.
2: Yeah, I think uh, the uh, the programs um of the festival in Yurtopori usually develops from some shared ideas that emerge from conversations with colleagues and uh, uh and uh, and then the the contents uh, according to you know the organ as a mirror of its time and so forth is usually developed also in a kind of dialogue with the people who are involved in research or instrument building projects that are going on within our context in in Gothenburg. So so, um, we have a couple of interesting projects of that kind and and the most um, substantial and in some ways maybe most spectacular is the building of a new concert hall organ for the um, uh, famous concert hall in Gothenburg with the um, Swedish national orchestra the Göteborg symphony and that instrument is going to be inaugurated in 2021 uh, in the festival in October and we've been working on that for almost 4 years with a reference group you know the kind of model that we developed that when you do a project you have you're not just one person involved but you you um, you bring together people who have different aspects of expertise, and uh, who share, who are able to, to um, uh, prioritize and share a common goal. And uh, we have a reference group, uh, wonderful such international reference group for the concert or, uh, organ project, and uh, we have met twice a year and we're going to work uh, next time in, in the summer when the complete organ arrives here. And the um, voicing of the organ uh, really starts to support the um, organ builders from Austria, Schwarz uh, der Riger Orgelbau, who are building this uh, first class world instrument for the concert hall?
0: That's right, Hans. Uh, for such a, a amazing and uh, complicated project, uh, one person or one entirety organisation is not able to do everything uh, on that level right you have to have many minds coming together and sharing yeah,
2: information yeah. So then you know the people who are involved in the reference group they will be part of the festival and then joel spierstra has had a research product which involved the claviorganum uh, duo performance on duo instruments and, and then also new compositions for the baroque organ that we celebrate uh, so we will have that kind of people have been involved in creating new compositions and, and uh, do these kind of research prog- uh, projects. So it's like, you know, you have networks that are working regularly with projects or in contacts with us. And in discussions and so forth, we develop a program that, that then turn out uh, with its multifaceted layers of, of concerts and workshops and, and uh, thematic ideas excellent
0: hans could you repeat now the dates for the festival so that our listeners could mark their calendars and get ready
2: (laughs) yeah we we have the opening concert uh, on friday october 9th Uh, and then we continue um for 10 days actually almost 12 days so two weekends and a week in between Uh so october 18th we'll have the closing event and the academy is organized in such a way that if you want to come for the first weekend, then the focal point is the uh, Northeum & organ, the 20-year anniversary of that instrument, with lots of concerts and some lectures and stuff. And then if you want to come for the workshops and to really study, play and experience, then you come from Monday through Friday. And the last weekend is devoted to uh, new music, new aspects, and also the new concert hall organ um, and within that uh, festival frame we also uh, are going to celebrate um, Torsten Nilsson Swedish organist composer in Stockholm in the Oscars church who should have been 100 years old if he would have been alive so the design is such that you have 12 days of organ feast but you can sort of choose uh, if you cannot be there all uh, all that period uh, which uh, focal point is most interesting to you. That's wonderful, Hans. Uh,
0: before we end, uh, ca- can you share with us anything else uh, that is exciting for our global audience?
2: Yeah, of course we are aware that when we now have moved the festival to October, it is difficult for people in uh, you know, North America, maybe in Asia, to to get out of their semester studies and, and join the, the festival program. So we felt we, we should create something that gives an opportunity also to those who have more experience to really play the North German Baroque organ, to, to do intense studies in, in early music uh, with the Schnitke tradition of uh, tonal landscape and technical facilities and everything. You know. So, so we do this um, in August. The second week, so it's the 9th through the 15th that we have the Abschnitt Academy that is organized by the Jotow International Organ Academy. And it's for a small group of particularly interested uh, uh, performers, maybe a little bit older, experienced, uh, some colleagues also who can come and apply. So we cannot take too many people because we have also uh, scheduled practice times uh, all around the clock and there are clavichords available there are the two instruments uh, the uh, North German Baroque organ in Urgurit and also the Baroque organ in Haga uh, and this summer uh, we are also going to have a teenage um, a youth Schnitger organ academy um, and I'm teaching most of this program but we also have Joel Spiestra, uh, Ulrika davidson and um, um, also Lars Storm, uh, who are going to be teachers in the Teenage Academy and to be uh, the group of supporting faculty and members of this academy. So I hope we had a wonderful first session last summer that we can continue and create this kind of opportunity for those who have Um, No opportunity time um, to come in October, and for those who are particularly interested in, you know, really playing and exploring um, in a less intense overall academy frame, but intense in the sense of that you really get into the world of the four manual and pedal uh, Schnittke-style instrument in the New church
0: fantastic so Hans for closing our conversation can you share with us the link where people could find out more about Oregon festival
2: and the academy yes you should you are most welcome to visit our homepage which is www.oregonacademy in one word organacademy.se. and if you come to the organ academy you will see that our association Um, in many ways, like Goart at the university used to do, our association has a lot of activities. So the festival is one annual major activity uh, where we hope to see many of you, uh, of course, as regular visitors. But we also have research projects uh, of various kinds. We have instrument building projects. We have um, the work that we do for recruitment of uh, New organists for Sweden I mean we, we have a country with more than two thousand churches, and we have a church that that uh, employs uh, full time church musicians, but we, 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 we really need a lot of new organists the next ten to fifteen years we're expecting that we need to employ New organists, maybe, you know, up to 800 or something in that period. And we are not at all educated enough, ed- educating enough people. So this is also an important aspect around the world. If you're looking for an opportunity and would be interested in, in uh, coming to Sweden for a period of your lives and, and, and working with organ culture, with uh, music in the church and so forth, this might be something to consider. It's possible to live uh, to, to make your living from, from uh, being an organist and church musician in Sweden. Wonderful. So, you can see a lot of different activities, and we also regularly post and communicate uh, aspects. We will have one project going this year, and that is uh, a, an 18th century uh, database with a selection of uh, nine, ten instruments, historical organs in Sweden ranging from the early 18th century to 1806 in Gammalkil, instruments that are really well-preserved and well-restored. So we are presenting a database where you can get just general information, but you can also uh, sort of visit the instrument through a video walk. You can hear Sitsi de Fris improvise on the instruments, and you can talk to, listen to interviews with some people who um, uh, really care about the instrument or ha- who have gotten really important Um, aspects of their lives influenced by the instruments and of course if you're an organ builder if you're interested in organ research you can go to detailed information um, measurements of 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 pipework of organ cases drawings photographs many many photographs so the whole documentation effort with um, detailed technical documentations is also going to be accessible through this 18th century database and um, that's a, a product that we are incredibly pleased and happy to launch this year. So uh, watch out, visit our homepage, and you can follow.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so, so much, Hans, and uh, good luck in your amazing organ adventures. And I hope to speak
2: to you again. Thank you very much, Vidas. I hope to see you and speak to you soon again. And good luck with your wonderful show and all the wonderful things that you do for the organ art.
1: The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses, and all your help.
0: Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas, and general comments to be excellent.
1: John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos, and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me.